Hello? Hello, Max. Yeah. Hey, Max, how's it going? I'm Dan from the Discography Discussion Podcast. Hey, man, how you doing? Good. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Well, we really appreciate you talking to us uh, a little bit later in the evening. Oh, it's all good, man. No problem. We have been jamming the uh, three new Soulfly songs for, uh, well... <laughs> For me, it's been for oh. uh, been a few weeks, so uh, we're uh, we're pretty amped up. Yeah, appreciate up. that, man. Thank you. Thanks for the support. Yeah, for sure. We uh, w- what we need to do is we need to sit down at some point and do a uh, an entire Soulfly episode. We did one for Sepultura last year because like, on our podcast, normally what we do is we just talk about like we'll we'll sit down with the band's first album and talk about it, and then go all the way through to whatever their most current one is. Where, where are you guys at? We're in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do that, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully so, uh, sometime next year when we're touring, hopefully we uh, be near you guys. So you guys can come and maybe uh, we do it in the buzz. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah, that'd be really cool. Hell yeah, for sure. <laughs> and we got a tour uh, next uh, January, I think, starting. Um, should be really, really cool. Should be fun. And uh, I, I don't have the dates yet, but. I just know that we are hitting the road in January for Ritual, um, so I'm pretty excited for that. So I guess some of the questions that I had for you on uh, on Ritual, especially, is uh, my favorite thing about about Soulfly and even you know Cavalera Conspiracy. Pretty much all the stuff you've done is, man, the lyrics are always like no bullshit, you know, <laughs> like always always really yeah. in your face. Um, what what are we looking at as far as topics go on uh, on ritual? You know, what are what are you trying to tell us? Uh, it's pretty diverse, actually. There's not really one um, subject throughout the whole record. It has everything from. Uh, I mean, it's wide open. It goes from Cenobites, which is about Hellraiser and Hell Priests, and the whole Clive, you know Clive Barker, you know Hellraiser thing. All the way to the Bible and stuff like Demonized, which has like passages from the Seven Thunders, which I found it in the Bible. So that kind of gives you an idea that I'm, I'm totally open-minded when it comes to lyrics. There's no place that probably wouldn't touch. Uh, but there's some cool stuff on the record too, like Blood on the Street. To me, is a is a huge personal song because I have the Navajos on the record and it's a story of a Navajo girl that got murdered by the police here in Arizona. Nothing happened to the cops. It's a huge injustice. It's really, really a brutal strategy. And um, it's kind of like one of those documentary songs, kind of like Manifest Out of Chaos. Um, And then there's stuff that's a little bit more light, uh, lighthearted, like uh, feedbacks about touring, playing live and and having fun on tour and like I love the second line shithole venue smells like rot <laughs> when I wrote that everybody in the studio was cracking up you know but every band can relate to that every band I talk to knows what that feels like you know you pull up on that venue you go inside it smells like dead you know pure death in there you know it's like, right. <laughs> uh, so it's like it, it's kind of fun man you know it's kind of cool having stuff like that and then there's summoning is about the exploitation of Indian culture, how we force religion and all that stuff on them, you know, give, try to give them, they already had their gods, we try to give them new gods to pray for, stuff like that. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of cool. The record kind of shoots on all, the, the Rapture is about life and death and spiritual 
kind of spiritualism and like the moment right before death that how con- I was doing a little contemplation about that how that second would feel like would be a heavy like a heavy moment in your life um, so yeah you know it's a uh, it kind of goes to all uh, different different ideas throughout the whole record um, but I'm pretty pleased with it because I work very close with Josh trying to come up with different subjects and different words and not repeat my some stuff I said in the past so much and that was kind of something that we pull out the, the, the dictionary in the studio and look through try to find different words and meaning and and then delivery you know because like one thing we talk about was like you gotta sing you know sing sing what you believe and believe in what you're singing um he had to i had to make him believe in the words i was saying you know on those specific songs um so but i think we did that so that was cool you know like it was a it was a good process to to making the record yeah i mean a lot of that stuff too is gonna hit home you know especially with the police brutality all that stuff that that has everybody acts like it's a new thing it's not a new thing uh, yeah <laughs> and it's uh, not and uh you know it's uh, especially this song it was I, I did a lot of, of reading about it. it was a lot like um there's really huge um newspaper articles and i went on the internet did a lot of research um so that was cool, you know. The same, a little bit with 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 that behind the eyes. I've watched Hellraiser many times. We did, and then I did research on Cenobites. I found out the Cenobites were like old um, from old church, um, kind of like self-immolation type thing that they did back in Greek days and stuff like that. So yeah, you know. So it's uh, it's kind of cool to have this, this kind of different. Uh, different subjects and different different delivery um but the part i'm more excited about the record is actually the music because i think the music really contains everything i love about metal uh we're a little bit back to some of the groove stuff from the early days some of the tribal stuff and full-on death metal trash metal stuff that i love you know all the extreme stuff that i listen to it's it's everywhere all throughout the whole record well, and speaking of that, with the extreme metal, you know, with you being kind of a veteran as far as extreme metal goes, seeing it kind of from the beginning, are you surprised at how quickly extreme metal kind of started becoming more accepted uh, by mainstream audiences? I mean, it seems like it's metals everywhere now. And, you know, for, for a while, you know, I would show my favorite records to my friends and they'd just say, this is this is too much. This is too heavy. You know, what do you what yeah. do you think about that? Like, as far as how it's it's gotten more accepted? Um, I think it's like um, I, I I like the the fact that all, a lot of those bands are getting more exposure, and you know, like I say, I've I've been into this stuff from tape trading with Chuck from Death and and more Angel guys, you know, back in the '80s, you know. Um, kind of like before internet before all that but it's so cool to see the underground um still doing great the way it is right now with stuff like genocide pact and necrot uh dead congregation and uh you know outer heaven a lot of great bands right now out there man you know there's a lot of like real 
new blood coming in the scene that I really like. Um, so I'm stoked for that. And uh, and I think it's kind of, with, with time, I think people are adapting more to heavier stuff too. It doesn't phase them any. Like you're, like you're saying, you listen to some stuff that maybe a couple years ago you'd be like, man, I cannot, I can't hear it. I, I cannot listen to this, you know. And this day and age, I think you get your ears you get more acclimate to it, and you can you can actually hang with an album and find it easier to listen to this day than you did before, which I think is also cool. Yeah, for sure. Is there a style of metal that you've always wanted to play that you haven't gotten a chance to? I mean, you've covered almost everything up to this point, but is there ever a style that you ever wanted to do that you just haven't gotten around to yet? I have a little curiosity on doom metal, you know, stuff like Conan and, uh, um, you know, kind of like Ohm and Sleep, Yob. That kind of, I find it very intriguing. It's an intriguing world to me, you know. It's like really cool, long songs, you know, a lot of heavy riffs. Um, you know, I kind of watch a little bit of documentaries on that stuff. There's a couple really cool YouTube documentaries about Doom Metal. There's one about in England that has Conan and a bunch of other bands. That's really cool. Uh, I actually met Conan in, in Europe last time we were there. They ended up doing a Fudge Tunnel cover of Hate Songs in Email. I ended up singing with them. And uh, and that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, I think that kind of style kind of intrigues me a little bit. I have not done anything with that that much of that. You know, I've done tours with a lot of death metal bands like Nile, Suffocation, Immolation, you know. But um, not much with Doom Metal. So, that's. Uh, that's I found that pretty intriguing to me. That the whole style was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. I've been into Doom for a while, and yeah, it's definitely one of the more interesting genres and out it's there. It's cool because it blends with, with with extreme metal too. You know, I mean, Conan is that new record's amazing. I don't know if you haven't heard yet, but that thing is just pure brutality. It's like I think they tuned to F, which yeah. is really freaking low. You know. <laughs> uh, but it just sounds great, man. And, it, and it, you know, like, I, I can hang with an album like that and then listen to, um, you know, Necrot, you know, back-to-back, both of them, that I find both to be super enjoyable, you know, so it's uh, it's really cool. But I also like, you know, hardcore, like Jesus Peace and um, other stuff like that, you know. So it, it's kind of cool, like, the whole... My spectrum of metal is kind of quite quite big i listen to a lot of different stuff i try to get to hear as much different stuff as possible and even outside of metal i listen to some stuff too that i find quite cool and influential yeah for sure and it almost seems like there's not enough time in the day anymore to get through all of the stuff that's out there you know <laughs> i spend a lot of time in me with music you know kind of drives my wife a little crazy like god go do something yeah. Instead of staying in front of your iPod for hours, but I can't help it, man. You know, I just love it too much. And uh, my curiosity of the stuff is really big. And it's like, uh, you know, I have a huge um, hunger to find to find out more about bands and to uh, kind of like get to know them, get you get in contact with them. I find I think that's really cool too. Part of the 
kind of brings me back to the old days of tape trading and stuff like that. You know, I do a lot of that with bands that I like. Um, go to concerts too, you know, we just had a Dying Fetus show here with Genocide Pact and, and Gate Creeper. That was really cool. Um, so yeah, you know, so I, I try to stay as much as I can connected to what's going on in metal in the world, you know. There's a, I know we don't have a, we don't want to take up all your time tonight, but uh, I just got a couple more for you. One is just shifting it back over to Soulfly a little bit. Um, how, and you may have answered this in other interviews, but uh, how, how does it feel like just the, I, I'm a father, I've got three kids, and wh- what does it feel like to you just to have your own son kind of carrying on your journey in music with you and just watching him grow as a drummer on each record? Feels great. I mean, I, I think Zion's history is really fascinating to me because he was groomed from when he was little to be to be doing what he's doing right now. Um, you know, his heartbeat opens chaos AD, so right right then, he, to me, that's where his training starts. So it kind of reminds me of like those Soviet trainers that train their kids, like athletes from Soviet era that train their kids to like throw them in ice water and get them to wrestle bears, like the Khabib kind of dad did that to him, you know, the MMA fighter. It's like similar things I found it to, to Zion, you know. Uh, his uh, his childhood and and uh, teenage years. I mean, he was behind all the Soulfly drummers for a long, long time, and uh, you know, it was kind of like learning um, all the little, all the little things, the moves, the beats, and then little by little, he was start to get good, you know, better and better. And then uh, there was a time where, like, okay, you, you, I think you, you can come to the band now. That was on Savages. And then he grew with us, which is cool. He did better on, on Archangel. Now he's killing on Ritual. He's like totally killing. And I think it's one of the coolest things is, is to play with him. I mean, fans love the, the, the father and son connection. And as as a musician, I think he's doing amazing, man. You know, um, I wouldn't put him in the band if I didn't if I didn't feel that he had um, the you know the chops to play really good because that would have if it was just my son and it was just like a favor type thing and he wasn't playing really good it wouldn't be right he wouldn't be right so he has to play really good you know, to being so fly um so that's that's that so but i'm extremely proud of him and he works really hard for it too you know so and it's, it's still he's hungry which is great he's got the energy and their hunger that reminds you of me when i was at that age of wanting to do things, of wanting to... Sometimes we have arguments because he, he tries to tell me, oh, you don't understand the new generation, you know, that, you know. <laughs> we, have, we have to do things this way. And I was like, uh, no, I, I, we don't. We have to keep doing things the way we do it, you know. Yeah. So we get kind of a little bit kind of arguments, but uh, most of it's, uh, it's really cool. So I'm really, really proud of him, man. Very cool. Good to hear. My kids are all little, so... We're not there yet, but I don't yeah, know. My, there. my littlest one just turned one, and he is walking around the house growling a lot, so I like that. Yeah, just yeah, walking around doing that's that. Always, eh. That's always a good start. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I got I got one last one uh, in the can for you, and it's uh, more about modern recording technology, you know, based on where you started versus where you're at now. Now you can record an album anywhere. and um, Right. 
is there is there a strange place or I guess what I'm asking is what is the weirdest place you've recorded something that ended up on a record? Yeah, I think uh, recording is is really taking a different aspect these days. Um, you're right; you can pretty much record everywhere. Uh, you don't need. We still go to uh, a, a nice, good studios because we want the best for the record. Like Rich was recording a really good studio in LA, but. I noticed that in the end of it, we didn't finish in LA, and and Josh ended up flying here, and we ended up recording vocals in my house, and he just brought some stuff with him on his backpack, and it made it work, and that was totally, totally amazing, you know, that that he did that, and um, it made me kind of rethink the whole thing that maybe in the future, not too long from now, maybe even the next kind of records that I do, we might even be able to go. Uh, home and record it, or go to a place that's really cool, an abandoned building or abandoned church or some kind of place like that that you can just bring some, you know, whatever gear that you need for it and, uh, and make it work. And I'm super excited for that because I think that's really cool because that's kind of, um, I think that's the future. That's what, that's what, that's what this is going, you know, uh, the future of recording. Um, it's going in things like that, and I think it's going to be extremely cool to to see it. Um, bands and, and artists going to be able to record in more more different places like that in the future. You don't really need probably don't need to go to the big studios as much as you used to. You know. <laughs> I hope your fire house isn't on fire. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so metal. <laughs> Everything okay? Hello? Yeah, Hello. we're yes. still here. Everything okay? Yeah, yeah, just uh, we got the alarm going in the house, but it was, it just... Uh, oh, gotcha. Uh, my wife is cooking, so she probably burned something. Uh -oh. <laughs> That's why well, I cook all my dinners. Like my it sounds sounds kind of metal right now. Right. Right, yeah, you got, got that nice screech. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Very cool. Thanks so much for talking to us tonight, and we will uh, we will try to catch up with you when you come to our neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. Let's arrange that face to face. That'll be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Absolutely. All right, man. Nice talking to you, brother. Yep. Yeah, you too. Have a good night. All right, take care, guys.